Hello and welcome to the world-famous Driving You Crazy podcast. This is the show where we talk about all things transportation, anything that gets you from here to there. I'm the traffic anchor and the transportation reporter for Denver 7 News, Jason Luber. If you would like to contact me, you sure can. All the contact links are in the description of the show. If you wouldn't mind rating and rinsing and repeating uh, the show, (laughs) just rate the show on whatever app you're listening to it on. Uh, That would help me out uh, as well. When when I talk about how much weather can affect the drive, most people think I'm talking about snow or talking about rain. But what can really affect the daily commute almost more than anything else is the sun. Yes, sun glare. It's a major problem and one of the major contributors to the daily slow traffic I see. Now, what if you could use AI to predict sun glare and how to avoid it? Uh, it maybe it would make your commute a little bit better. One man did just that, and he created an iPhone app that's aptly called the Sun Glare app that can track the sun for you as you drive and, and before you hit the road. Joining me now to talk about it is the creator of the app. Chow Jung Lee is a spatial data scientist, urban scientist, professor at Temple University, alum of MIT, and founder of Biometers.com. I have a link to that in the description of the show. Chow Jung, thanks so much for joining me here on the world-famous Driving You Crazy podcast. Thank you so much for having me. All right, so you're obviously a very smart guy, uh, and I have studied all kinds of different things, and I was wondering what made you interested in the sun and how it affects people while they're driving. Was there something there about the sun, and, and were you driving somewhere that just made you thought, I have to, I have to study this? Yep. Well, um, actually, I'm a geospatial data scientist. I'm also urban scientist. I'm very interested in um, how the climate impacts people. Just the name of our company, Biometrius, we are very interested how the meteorology condition impacts people. So previously, my work is focused on urban microclimate modeling, like how the heat, how temperature impact people. But one day when I was driving in Connecticut, I suddenly find the sun is dazzling. It blinded me. So it made me feel so nervous. So I just stopped by and then I just wait the traffic go. And when the sun is not that dazzling, I start to driving again. (laughs) So um, just like I mentioned, I'm doing this kind of work. I'm very interested in the sun and also the location. So I was thinking if it's possible to predict the current of sun, like when and where the sun glare going to happen. So um, I decided to do a little bit of work and based on my expertise, I figured out how to use uh, machine learning and AI to solve the issue. And I figured that um, out and developed a very novel method and published that in a top journal uh, in transportation. So, but I, I don't want just publish paper. I really want to benefit from, for uh, benefit more people. And therefore I also developed kind of mobile app called Biometrius. Uh, sorry, called Sun Glare uh, yeah. from Biometrius. You can just download that from App Store. In the app, you can just you know check when and where the Sun Glare is going to happen. So I think that would be uh, more meaningful. I have a link to the app in the description of the show, so you can just scroll there, hit hit that button, and then you can download it to your iPhone. Is is there is there a uh, an app that's going to come for the Android users? Uh, not yet, but it's on our plan. Okay, good. Uh, you, I, I've read that you had used some Google Street View images to help with this. So did you just look for streets that run east-west, or, or how did you come up with the streets and, and the street views that would be helpful in your app? 
Well, actually, in the paper, we find we use Google Street View image, but we are not just use that. We also use um, other uh, more advanced data, remote sensing data and the LiDAR data, so they can cover for the whole country, for the, even for the whole world. So um, we have new, the new master is way more efficient than previous master. It doesn't require you to have Google Street View image available. It can generate for any corner of the world. So that's what we are doing right now. Uh, my guest is Xiaojung uh, Lee, professor of geospatial science at Temple University. We're talking about his uh, app called the Sun Glare app. You can download it for your iPhone right now. You, you know, the sun angle is also a factor. It's not just like time of day. I mean, there's all kinds of different reasons that the sun is slowing you down as, as you experience there in Connecticut. Uh, you, you, so you can't just make a calculation for east-west oriented roads, uh, but you also have to make direction of the sun angle in the sky, correct? And that changes yep. between winter and summer, summer solstice, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, actually, our model, our method is pretty... Um, Complicated. It consider about your driving direction. It also consider the terrain, like the mountain over there, the tree over there. We also consider whether the sun is blocked by mountains or by trees or some other obstructions. We also consider the position of the sun, like in, just like you mentioned, in different seasons or different times or one day, the sun position are all very different. So we consider all these factors so we can precisely predict when and where the sun glare is going to happen. So our accuracy is less than three, um, sorry, it's higher than three minutes. I mean, the error is less than three minutes. It's pretty precise. Uh, that's that's pretty fascinating because you have to think, I mean, let's say we have somebody listening in Barrow, Alaska, their sun angle is going to be a lot different. Plus the sun is up for longer during the uh, summer uh, time frame than it is for somebody even in the equator. So you have to figure all those different angles and, and places where you're, you are on the globe. Yeah, exactly. We consider user location, like you in different place, the sun position at different time may change as well. We also consider the time, like um, the daylight, daylight saving, like, you know, right. over one year go to change. So we consider all these factors. We here in Colorado have a notorious place along I-70. It's just west of, of Denver. It's up a hill where the sun angle in the late fall and early spring, it is so terrible that our, our state patrol here, they actually closed the interstate for about an hour or so. There, there have been in the past, in, in years past, there have been many crashes, serious ones there, where people have just been so blinded that they they freak out basically and they slam on their brakes or they slow and then people behind them will hit them and, and we've had some serious crashes up there. Uh, and that's their solution to, to help solve it is to shut down the highway and divert traffic onto the frontage road. Have you heard of other places similar to that, even in your experience there in Connecticut or maybe other places where there has been a similar problem and, and roads have had, had to have been closed because of sun glare? Oh, yeah, sure, definitely. I, I definitely saw there are many uh, states, many places that have the sun glare issue. Um, like in Florida, they also have very serious sun glare issue because in Florida, a lot of street highways, they are kind of east and west oriented. And also in Boston, uh, when I did my postdoc over there at MIT, they also have serious sun glare, like some, some highway, they have like traffic sign to tell you the sun glare is going to happen. So be careful about that. 
but they are not the kind of accuracy, uh, accurate prediction about when and where the sun glare is going to happen. And also, I think the sun glare is an underestimated hazard for drivers. It has not been um, aware by many people yet. Have, have, have people in either uh, public safety or law enforcement or departments of transportation from states or cities contacted you about your app and about your research and asked if that can help them with maybe keeping people in their city or state safe? You all did kind of uh, what we are trying to do right now. So the average is available for a couple of months ago. So we are trying to promote that to a wider audience to let more people know about there is the app available. You can use that to help you and protect you from the same glare. Uh, my guest is Xiao Zheng Li. He's professor of, geos of geospatial science at Temple University. Uh, you can find more information about him as well as this app at biometeors.com. I'll have a link to it in the description of this show. Uh, you, you can't obviously account for all objects that are blocking the sun or reflecting the sun like buildings and trees. So how, how do you figure all of those things out? Because it, it does change the sun glare from place to place and from time to time. Well, that's a very good question. Um, well, I think we just talk about the different scales. Like if you drive on the highways, interstate highways, probably the mountain, the terrain, the most important factor. So we use um, the LiDAR data, remote sensing data to do that. But for uh, the trees, like in the city, like pedestrian, so in that case, we use street level image. Like uh, you can use Google Street View image or you can, you know, capture the image yourself and drive around. So uh, we but if you that kind of... But if you capture the image in the wintertime in Boston, you're not going to have leaves on the trees. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so... That's a very good question as well. So in the wintertime, you don't need to consider a tree because yeah. tree is not going to block the sun anymore. But in summertime, you, you should consider about that issue. So all these factors are considered. We use drill-up image capture in different seasons, wintertime or summertime. We just consider um, whether the tree leaves, they're going to block the sun or not for different locations. And some buildings, and I'm sure you've seen that in different cities that you've lived in, some buildings, they have different types of glass. Some are more reflective than others, and that can really be almost worse because you're getting almost that magnifying effect where the sun can hit the, that glass and then reflect in, into a driver's eyes and be even more blinding, right? Yeah, that's a very good question. I, we currently, didn't, we currently uh, didn't consider the reflection of the glasses, but I think, it, well, in future, we may refine our model to further consider about this factor. Well, you know, I don't consider myself as smart as you, but, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to help you out any way I can. Yep. And you say. Very good points. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and you're right. You can't predict every single scenario because parked cars move and street conditions change. And, and, and I would think you would need to be almost all, all the time collecting this data on a regular basis to keep it updated and relevant. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we use um, the most up, um, updated data sets and we keep updating our database. Like if we get new data available, we will rerun our model and generate new database and publish on the, on the mobile app. Yeah, and when I'm looking at the mobile app, because uh, I, I did download it, I, I have it right here. 
And I'm looking at it, and it's and when you first fire it up, it says sun glare panel, and it, it says dazzling sun is dangerous for driving, and it has uh, a red and 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 yellow and, and white for no glare and moderate and strong glare, and it has and it's changed, and I and I'll I'll use it while I'm driving because and it will change the cities where I'm driving from from place to place, and it actually gives me a uh, a little red area and a and a yellow area for the time of day where it's it's the worst. So is that you think the best way to explain to people when it's the best time to drive or, or what to look out for? Oh yeah. I think um, the dashboard, I think pretty straightforward for people to understand it's very similar with your clock um, and also give you the weather information as well. So, um, so that dashboard, you can check the time window for the sun glare current. Um, so, but some people who may interested in the location, they can create another type of the map. You can find uh, which road or which orientation of the road may get sun glare. You can also check the sun position. Like if you check the text, uh, you can find the sun position, like like attitude or um, or zim's angle for the sun. So all of these information are included over there. Yeah, because because that makes that makes uh, sense. Because of course, living in Colorado as I am. The roads aren't flat like they are in Kansas or Florida. Uh, here, they're they're hilly, and that throws in that different angle uh, of the roadway as well as the angle of the sunshine at the same time. So it can it can change from you know o- almost mile to mile, foot to foot w- when you're when you're driving on these different roads, different places in the country. Oh yes, definitely. We consider all these factors, so there are a lot of things you need to yeah. consider. Definitely, yeah. It seems like there are so many data points that would almost be too infinite to put all of these different factors together. Because you have, you know, you could list off A through you know P and and have all these different mm-hmm. factors, and it seems like they almost too much data is coming in, and it would make it a mushy output is 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 that a problem for you folks or or you're able to uh take all the data and make it pretty pretty accurate well definitely there are so many things you need to consider but we also do some simplification like um for the large scale like if you only focus on the highway interstate highways we may just use the terrain like the mountain we consider these kind of factors um Fortunately, in this country, the lot of these kind of data are nationally available and for free because they are funded by, they were paid by the taxpayer, um, they funded by the federal so, um, project. So we can just use this kind of data. You can cover for the whole country, and um, we just utilize this data source. And you know, um, and also, fortunately, our method is super efficient. Yeah. Therefore, it makes it possible to generate the kind of detailed map for the whole country, and we can keep updating this kind of database very efficiently. My guest is Chao Jung Lee. He's a professor of geospatial science at Temple University. Uh, you can download the app for iPhone uh, at uh, a SunGlare app, and you can uh, and you can get it there. It, 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 and I didn't see anywhere that I had to pay for it. It's totally free to download and to use, right? Yep, it, it is totally free right now. So are you, you going to make any money on it? Or are you going to eventually try to make some money on it? Well, in order to make this um, more sustainable, we definitely need to think about how to make money from this because um, it needs cost. Like yeah. we also have the, um, the backend service uh, fee. So we currently just put a kind of um, advertisement on the app. So if we get more people download that, the app will show up. So um, in future, we're going to uh, provide more um, personalized 
surveys, features, therefore people can sub subscribe and get the kind of information. So we try to make our app and our product more sustainable, not just like for the system, and but we don't have money to update our database. Right. Right. No, it's it's a it's a pretty neat deal if you if you get to check it out. Did you factor in the height of the driver? I'm 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 fairly tall. The sun glare affects me at a different angle in my car than it does for my wife, who is much shorter than me. And and our vehicles are different too because the way I sit in my car is at a different angle than the way she sits in her car. Did you figure in any of those factors uh, when you were considering uh, this information? We did a modeling actually. We did a modeling for um, the car seat at different height and for different kind of car. And we find the different in the minimum, just a couple of minutes. So I don't think that's a big deal for 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 driver because you know we can pretty the minute level accuracy it, it definitely good enough for this case and the different is not that um, much. Okay. Uh, and, and of course, some windshields are dirtier than others. Uh, and I'm sure that plays a role because, and, and you can't predict when somebody's going to clean their glass and when they're not. <laughs> I, I cannot, I did app doesn't re, like require uh, users' personal information. It doesn't record your information as well. So, um, but we have some suggestions for drivers. Like if you use the app, you can check the sun glare. Like if you find you have to drive during Sanglaire. You have some um, suggestion. We have some suggestion for you. Like you can clean your windshield. It's really very helpful. Having a sunglasses would be right. helpful as well. And just be careful. Have this kind of in your mind and just be careful when you're driving. Now, when I look at the app, there's the one first page, the, the front page, which has the clock on it, and it shows me exactly what time it is now, what the sun elevation is, what, um, uh, and then it shows me the time, especially in the morning, because it's going to be cloudy this afternoon, so there's no sun glare uh, warning, it looks like, there. Uh, but for the morning, it shows me some red during the 7 o'clock and 8 o'clock hour. Uh, and so that's the front page, and then there's the middle one where it has the map on there, and it has this play feature where it's playing the sun, right? Is what is what yeah. does that do for me when I'm when I'm watching the sun move across the roadways? So you can find how the sun change over time. Like basically, in one day, like it gives you five hour prediction about the location of the sun. So um, if you clicked the triangle, you can make it keep alive and just give you kind of dynamic view about where the sun going to be. So if you happen to drive in singular time, you may find some, some road get kind of turned red color. That means those road get sun glare. And the driving direction also matters. So by checking the sun position, you can know if you're driving toward the sun, you're going to have sun glare. If you're not driving back uh, another direction, you don't, you're not going to have sun glare. Yeah, it's interesting because as you zoom around the map, it shows that some of the roads as, you, as you're doing the time difference, some roads are showing up as red or yellow, and yep. others are staying as green. So th that's that's a pretty interesting feature to show me if I'm going to be driving in those areas that I might see the sun, but in some other areas, it's it looks like it's almost microclimate uh, predictive, where it can show me in even different parts of the same city where the sun's going to be and where it's not. Yep, definitely. You have some other projects, including one that's going to use AI to do some uh, deep learning. That must be critical information, right, for the eventuality of self-driving cars? Well, actually, that's not the direction we are trying to go. Um, because in our product, you may find we really want to know about the streetscape environment. 
Uh, we want to know the obstruction of the sunlight or some other features we, some people may be interested. So, um, and in, in our, in the Sangler product, we utilize it kind of ability to detect everything along the street, but we are not going to forward toward the autonomous vehicle in future. Um, and, um, and I mean, this kind of technology is pretty mature right now. And you may find a lot of this kind of cool uh, technology in this area, but that not our um, target in future. Do, do you see a day where we're going to be driving around in autonomous vehicles used uh, and using AI and, and using maybe some of this data that, that you have that would feed into the vehicles that would actually help maybe drive, that they, they would be able to drive better? Well, I think our technology is very helpful for the autonomous vehicle technology. So like, for example, you driver, you are impacted by sun glare, you should also expect that autonomous uh, vehicle have similar issue because the dazzling sun will blind your camera. Yeah. So they make the right. sensor, you know, it will disable the sensor, maybe not able to, you know, to capture different features on the street, especially pedestrians. So we think our technology can also benefit the autonomous vehicle technology in future to make consider about the dazzling sun, how that, you know, impacts their sensors. Um, but personally, I think there's still a long way to go for the autonomous vehicles. Um, I, not because of technology, but because of people, how people are going to accept this kind of, you know, um, technology that going to be very difficult in future. Yeah. Cause don't you think that you would have to almost eliminate all humans first before you can have the autonomous vehicles operating because you, you can't put the mix because people are unpredictable and computers are are more predictable. They they're they're looking for a regular pattern of things, but they can't predict everything. And humans are crazy, and they can do whatever they want at any moment. Yeah, yeah exactly. So actually, um, just like I mentioned, our Sunclear, our app can not just benefit the drivers, but also benefit pedestrians. So just like you mentioned, the pedestrians or people are very unpredictable. So sometimes, if you are like walk across the you know, the roads, you may be distracted, you may check your phone or do some other thing. You may expect the driver know where you are, but because of a sun glare, the drivers may cannot see you. So sometimes the kind of situation may cause some traffic accident to our pedestrians and those drivers as well. I always tell my girls this, that if you're going to be crossing the road and there's a car coming close to you or towards you, always make eye contact with that driver because then you know that they see you and you have that reasonable expectation that they are going to act accordingly and, and stop as you're crossing the street. Because if you always make eye contact, that's going to help you out in the long run. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. So that's also what we are trying to do. So we're not just provide service to drivers, but also to, you know, um, to pedestrians, just let them be alert when you cross the road. My guest is Chao Jung Lee. He's a professor at geospatial science at Temple University. You can find more about him at biometeors.com. I'll have the link in the description of this episode. Uh, I was also looking at uh, some of the other research that you're doing, and, and one part was pretty interesting to me about the urban heat island work that you guys have been doing. And Because and I, I, I realized this 35 years ago when I was in college, I, would, I had a motorcycle, and I would ride around campus and I'd be riding on the main street. And, and when I was passing an open field, 
you could feel the temperature drop by, you know, five or 10 degrees. And then you're driving by businesses or parking lots or even homes and you can feel that warm air once again. So it, it's been a problem for a long time. And it seems like that is going to be a problem that is probably going to get worse as we have larger and denser cities. Oh, yeah, definitely. The urban heat island is really very big issue right now. And that's what we are also trying to do. So, um, so we use, well, if you check that um, product or that uh, web application, you may find we generate one meter resolution heat map for about 14 US cities. I mean, one meter resolution. Basically, you can see um, the shading level or the heat exposure level in your backyard, then that kind of accuracy. So um, like in the climate change, we kind of become more and more serious. So our um, startup also considers these factors. We generate, we develop super efficient method to simulate the urban heat at super detail level, hyper local level, and also uh, with high temper resolution. We can generate minutes level um, about like and um, um, temper resolution about urban heat. You can find how the the shadow, how the urban heat change over time in one day or even um, uh, in a long, longer um, time. So, um, so, and I think they kind of would also benefit a lot of people in future. So, you, you think about so people living in the southern side of the country, deep south or southwest, they are suffering from extreme heat in, the, in their cities. And using our product, you can just find where to place the shade, where to place the trees or even where to place some cooling centers to help people and benefit more people. I, I think that's what cities used to do years and years ago is actually have like a, a, a tree canopy over a lot of their cities to help absorb some of the direct sunlight heat and actually keep their cities a little bit cooler. And, and then as, as you would see new developments, they don't have the trees in place. And so it takes time to grow some of that canopy and, and, uh, and you're growing faster than the trees can grow and give you mm -hmm. shade in some of these, some of these places. Yeah, I think the most important features of our um, product or our uh, project is to tell you where to place your trees. So we can tell you exactly like which streets or which neighborhood need more trees or like where to plant those trees in order to maximize the benefit of trees. Because we consider the sun projection, we consider the physics, you know, the, the thermal environment in, inside of city. So that will be, you know, provide more actionable insight for uh, tree planters, for urban planters, not like the general pattern, you know, we can provide super detailed level information about this. Right. And, and uh, with the more trees or fewer trees, you're, you're going to see the sun glare change <laughs> when, you have, yep, exactly. when you have all of that stuff. Have you heard stories of your app or the, at least the information helping drivers and, and maybe keeping them out of sun glare situations or, or keeping them out of more serious situations? Have you heard any stories of your app helping in that way? Oh, yeah. I definitely heard some, some good story about this. I know that uh, um, working mom, uh, she told me she usually pick up her daughter and she have to drive from east to west. Um, she told me she used a mobile app to check the sun glare, the, the time window, and she tried to get rid of sun glare and have kind of safer uh, driving. So yeah, there are a lot of more kind of stories, definitely. Um, but this story, they just told me directly. That's fantastic. Well, it's great. Are, are you working on other apps that might help drivers as well, or, or are you going to just stick with Sunglare for now? 
So currently we are focusing on um, the, the Sunglade, just one app we, we currently yeah. develop, but in future, we hope to add more features in our, uh, in our products. We also hope to provide a data service to, to other um, pro pro products. So for example, many people use the navigation app. So hopefully we can provide a data service to those navigation app, and therefore we can reach the wider audience, um, more people and protect more people from the Sanglayer current. Because that, that happens often where you have a large app uh, like Google Maps or Waze or something like that. And I know Google Ma Google bought Waze a while back. Uh, but you'll have a small company like yours that might be contacted by a Google or, or Waze. And it, would you be uh, you know open to having your data feed into, let's say, a larger Google Maps and now your data is, is wider spread and wider used? So I think integrate with um, the big navigation app probably a good uh, option for us because we, you know, no, I don't think many people really want to install the app because of the same glare. Right. They want to know more features. Right. So hopefully, hopefully our features or our data service can be incorporated uh, into the kind of big mobile apps. That's what we are trying to do right now. And I do see that, uh, and I was going to ask you where your app goes from here, because I, I see that there is a su subscription uh, feature there in the app. So what, what do I get if I, if I go premium and I subscribe to your app? Yeah, exactly. You just su subscribe to the app, you get some notification. You also get uh, more uh, detailed information about the occurrence of Sanglair. You can add more features, more personalized features in the future. Well, fascinating stuff. Uh, Chow Jung Lee, professor of geospatial science at Temple University. Uh, thanks again so much for being here. We appreciate your time. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Again, I have all of his information and the link uh, to biometeors.com. It's B-I-O-M-E-T-E-O-R-S. So biometeors, like the thing that comes down from the sky and, uh, and, and, you know, and, and scares, you know, lights up the sky, a meteor. Uh, well, I guess, what is that, a meteor? Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, all right, so biometeors.com, and that's where you can find uh, the Sun Glare app. I have a link to, in the description of this show to all of that stuff as well. So I, I just thought it was interesting when I was uh, doing some research on stuff, and I found this app called Sun Glare App. And who, you know, who thought you would actually need an app to do Sun Glare, but he makes a good point. He's probably just looking to uh, get uh, taken over by another company and have his information, uh, you know, absorbed into another app. Whether it's going to be uh, Navtech or or is there Navtech still around or Here.com or HereGo, whatever they are, and all <laughs> all the other ones. Uh, somebody's going to gobble them up, I'm sure, and uh, and put that information there. So it'll be another click, so you could see. Not only where the crashes are, installs, and uh, the delays, but also potential sun glare that could slow you down as well. So I, I could see that happening, uh, you know, fairly soon. Anyway, you can get all that information again in the description of the show. If you have a guest idea or someone you think would be uh, pretty fun to talk to, then go ahead and send them my way. You can uh, obviously contact me in any of the contact links in the description of the show. You can always call the listener hotline at 303-832-0217. Thanks again for being here. Thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Jason Luber, the Traffic Guy. Be safe and as always, happy motoring.